creating a manager well-being playbook of all the best practices that our champion managers are doing and doing focus group sessions. Those are the things that are helping us understand our opportunities and really acting on those so that we can spread those practices across the organization. Welcome to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, dedication, and diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente Northern California. I'm your host, Carrie Owen Fleets. We just marked the three-year anniversary of the pandemic, so no wonder I've been thinking a lot about our team's strength, ongoing recovery, and ultimately fostering a healthy culture for our team in Northern California. And those three long years, we compromised time we would have spent with our family and our loved ones. We put our patients and our community first, and too often we put our needs last. We cannot put ourselves last. Throughout this podcast series, we have talked about the importance of putting your oxygen mask on first before you can truly be there to help others. We have to create a culture of health and well-being for our team in order to create a culture of health for our patients. We have a group of leaders with NKP who are doing an exceptional job of creating a culture of health. In today's episode, we get to celebrate and talk with them. But first, let's start with Maria D, Executive Director of Workforce Wellbeing. Welcome to Live Well and Thrive, Maria. Thanks so much, Carrie. I'm very excited to be here today to talk about culture of health. Me too. All right. So Maria, it's important to focus on a healthy workforce, one where our team feels pride and a sense of joy, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Joy is the name of the game, the heart and soul of the culture of health work and the focus of all that we do. Maria, the phrase culture of health means different things to different people. Is there a simple definition? It's not even just culture of health. It's culture of health and well-being. Over the years, we've really expanded to recognize that it's much more than focusing on physical health, that well-being really impacts all parts of our lives. And so that is a working environment that promotes a set of beliefs and norms where employees' health, safety, and well-being, which includes psychological safety, are valued and supported through our workplace programs, policies, practices, and benefits to achieve our goal of a thriving and resilient workforce. You set out to measure a culture of health index and ask team members to answer, I think, five questions within the People Pulse survey. So questions like, does my manager encourage me to take care of my health? And do the people I work with encourage each other to take care of their health? So what did the answers tell us? It was only probably about five years ago where we permanently inserted the set of culture of health questions into People Pulse. But even back then, when we looked at the data, the data wasn't consistent in that our leaders as role models for health and well-being, as well as managers supporting their direct reports in the early days showed that that was our lowest scoring areas. And you know, the managers are the key to everything, key to engagement. They're the face to our organization. And recognizing that integral role that they played, we knew that we had to start with our managers and build resources, survey them more, understand the opportunities. And that's what led us to the culture of health and really the recognition program for our champion managers. We want to learn and we're learning new things every single day. Although that manager support question was lowest scoring, it is now the second highest score in our culture of health index. So that's the great news. The intentional focus that we placed on supporting our managers is working. We know there's still a lot of work to do, 
but doing things such as creating a manager well-being playbook of all the best practices that our champion managers are doing and doing focus group sessions. Those are the things that are helping us understand our opportunities and really acting on those so that we can spread those practices across the organization. That's fantastic. Obviously, during the pandemic, culture of health took a hit across the board and particularly in our emergency departments. And I was wondering if you could share a couple examples of how patient care managers, leaders fostered a culture of health, even at the beginning of the pandemic. Every department had their own unique challenges, whether it was staffing, fear, you know, of their own health and safety, just simply low morale. There wasn't just one approach to it. And what we wanted to do was ensure that they were really tapping into the creativity and the ideas that their teams had as a collective group to really help support each other. And that's what we really saw with these high-performing managers is what we call them, the champion managers. They were doing really creative things like mindfulness moments. Mindfulness was really big, you know, starting huddles with mindfulness moments taking pauses in any time of the day where they thought was necessary. One department, they actually took care carts out, stuffed the care carts with healthy snacks, bottled waters, and they even went as far as creating gratitude card campaigns. We started with our emergency department folks, and we would gather those cards, send them to those who are doing these care carts, and they would make the rounds especially those, you know, who are working the late nights in our hospitals. The managers that really help support their teams through the toughest times took pause in the day to listen to their employees. They showed empathy and they didn't promise solutions, but they worked together as teams to find out ways to best support each other. Uh, Maria, that's so perfect. And I got to see that in, in action quite a bit during my rounds. We didn't have all the answers. And sometimes for leaders, feels like that's almost a failure to not have the answers everybody's looking for. And it highlighted the power of communication, just being honest and forthright and ongoing communications. You'd mentioned better communications and better communications often lead to better trust. How have we improved communication with our teams for the past couple of years? For us, communication really was built around how can we improve rounding and checking in and showing up differently and focusing on our leaders? You know, our leaders are setting the tone for the organization. The more that we can share and demonstrate our commitment to building caring and compassionate environments and workplaces, the better off we were. And people not only building trust, they would listen more. It's not just improving communications, but fostering healthy workplace relationship. Yeah. One of the things that we actually did, recognizing that leaders didn't know what to do. When we were saying model well-being and promote it and communicate it and support it, I think there was a mistake thinking that they had to be eating healthy, eating salads, running marathons. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can only be a good leader if you eat healthy salads. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> or even leading a mindfulness moment. There are leaders who, you know, that's just not their jive and that's okay. So... You know, we created a program called Thrive Boss that really was focused on senior leaders. We started with senior leaders to say, look, it, it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay not to have the answers, but how you show up certainly impacts how our people will feel. Through that program, it's just equipping them with those basic skills, how they can show up 
with empathy, how they might offer programs and solutions, even though they don't know the answers. We have programs in place. It's as simple as talking about it and promoting it. Between that and the Rise and Renew topics that we curated for every month, we try to make it easy for them to just promote and connect employees to those resources when it really mattered. And you started the Culture of Health Champions. You've referenced that a few times. What are these champions? First off, these managers have to have their department scores. So if you have a team of five or more and you've scored 80 or higher on your Culture of Health Index, that's what we define as a champion manager. And they're high performers too. But when we first started this work, the number of champion managers was quite lower. And that's what we always set for us as a goal to know that we've made improvements. What we learned looking at these high performers was they were not just doing and promoting well-being, they were nurturing relationships, they were honoring their teams and really looking to their teams to find the solutions. They weren't just dictating what to do. Eating healthy can be easy and delicious. Get recipes from our own Kaiser Permanente doctors, nurses, and dietitians to help you eat more wholesome food for a healthier life. See the show notes for a link to a variety of healthy and tasty recipes. Now back to our conversation. I'm happy to recognize two Culture of Health champion managers. First, let's welcome Jim Delfonso, an RN and Executive Director of Professional Excellence, Regional Patient Care Services for Northern California. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hi, Carrie. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of this. Oh, I'm super thrilled that you're here. It's great. So, Jim, you've been with the organization for 13 years? Going on, yes. So what goes through your mind when you hear Maria talk about a culture of health? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is how uh, nicely aligned we are, even if we're not in constant contact with one another. The thing that drew me to Kaiser was the mission and vision and values, which were around total health and connectedness, you know, this integrated health model. The one thing we learned during COVID is that we learned how important it is to stay connected and that each of us is interconnected. That was a part of Maria's presentation that resonated for me. And I think it's the value that we bring to the teams as a leader to model that, to lift up examples of it and to continually probe for new opportunities to be different. And I don't think it's the same thing over and over. Like you said, it's creative emergence and working with the teams together for what fits. So Jim, give me some examples of that creative role modeling that you do. Our work is to support best practices across the region to enhance resiliency. So HeartMath, which you had on your Valentine broadcast, is a best practice for resiliency and helping people. So we obviously have to be good stewards of those best practices. The first priority is the people on our team, that they are able to, first of all, take care of themselves and the importance of self-care, to stay connected to the purpose. Even when things get dark and frustrating, I really feel that what separated our team out was we began early on before COVID was really COVID. We started with these virtual communities of caring. We learned how to use teams in a new way. So we broke through the boundaries of how are we gonna stay connected through this thing? So we created a coffee chat and every Friday throughout the three years and still continuing to this day, our team is invited to an open conversation, no agenda. And it's 
really just an opportunity to be with each other and to share stories and to share what's exciting in our lives, maybe where we're struggling. We had a virtual retirement party. People from across the organization were able to join in our coffee chat and to share memories about this employee. And we gave a really beautiful send-off for an employee who had given 30 years of service. We've had losses across the region due to COVID. We created Healing Circles, which is an opportunity to go out and to be with, like Maria said, not to go with solutions, but to go with an open heart and to go in with active listening and modeling these best practices of how to be with someone. It was very moving and it continues to this day. Actually, our nurses now across the region, there was just an article yesterday in my KP about the honor guards. Our nurses are now going out to honor other nurses who have passed and they dress in their nursing cape and their cap and they have a little nightingale lamp and they are part of releasing the nurse from duty. It's a beautiful ceremony and we feel like we're being an active part of celebrating each other. Thank you, Jim. All right, so I'm gonna bring another voice in here, which I'm really excited about. Another Culture of Health Champion Manager, Martha Ruvacaba, Environmental Services Manager at South Sacramento Medical Center, who is celebrating 14 years with Kaiser Permanente this month. 14 years. Did it fly by, Martha? It did. 14 years with Kaiser Permanente, but in healthcare for 25 years. So you've seen a lot. What is one thing that you could point to for a manager to succeed, especially around creating a culture of health for your team? I think as a manager, you really need to be authentic, really show that you care for your employees. You care of the health and wellness to really show how much you really understand what they're going through and how much you really care about them. And Martha, I got to see it in action when I was rounding with you and your team. Would you share what you do to support your team's mental and physical well-being? We have done several things in the department, one being through our unit-based team. We leverage the committee to drive wellness. We have engaged employees to participate in the hard walk. We also start each shift with stretches. And our digital communication board shares a lot of information on different types of healthy foods, healthy recipes. Employees really are engaged to the point where they're sharing recipes with each other, sharing workout routines. The work that the employees at EDS is pretty physical. So they want to make sure that they've stretched in the morning, they lead the stretches. It's just fun to see. We have created a program. This is our second year with this program that is called Caring and Safety 365. It's not only caring about your own well-being, but of the well-being of your coworkers. It's just exciting to see how this program has really helped push staff to take ownership in this program and engage with one another. The thing that I really got from talking to some of your staff is that they were just open and sharing and very collegial and were joking with each other. You could see it permeate the entire environment. So congratulations. I do want to bring Maria back into the conversation here. Maria, you work with the Human Resources Department. So can you share some specific examples of how you and the team support physical and mental health at Kaiser Permanente? We have a TLC committee, believe it or not. And their sole goal is to find activities to help us stay connected. For us, it was tough to go remote. 
typically wellness activities were done in person, having walks together, having potlucks, and that went away. And I think that was the biggest struggle that our team faced. So we really focused on connection, doing things as much as we can, starting every team meeting with a community check-in and asking questions with our teams that are outside of work-related items, really focused on connection. I love that, Maria. So many great ideas. I also end each episode asking the same question of all of our guests. What one piece of advice would you give our team to heal and to rebound from the past three plus years? And Jim, I'm going to start with you. Easy one for me. I would encourage everyone to constantly seek out and intentionally create caring moments, not just with your teams, but with everyone that you come in contact with on a daily basis. I think that consciousness, the intentionality, the authentic connection leads to gratitude and ultimately love. Beautiful. Caring moments, intentionality. Martha, what would you say? After everything we've gone through the past three years, I would say to be patient with yourself and understand that you made it through. You are now stronger, smarter, and more resilient. Thank you very much. Maria, what would you say? You know, I think I'll say it a little differently. You know, grace. Give yourself grace and know that you're doing the best that you can at this moment. And sometimes it's okay not to be okay. I mean, really acknowledging that and embracing that so it allows you to feel energized to go about your day and get through some of the tough activities that we're facing today. And, you know, the one thing I've learned, especially as a leader, is take advantage of those that offer support to you. Lean in on those, um, whether it be your manager, your peer, or even your team. Those caring moments are so valuable and impactful, and this is the time to take advantage of that. This has been the best conversation. I want to thank Maria D for introducing us to our Culture of Health Manager Champions. Thanks so much, Carrie. It was just great to be with all of you here today. Jim Delfonso, Martha Rubacaba, for your inspiring leadership in being named our Culture of Health Champions. Congratulations to both of you, and thank you so incredibly much. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you. And this podcast is one of many resources to support your well-being, including a suite of digital self-care apps designed to help navigate life's challenges and make small changes to improve your sleep, your mood, relationships, and more. You can learn about Calm, Ginger, and My Strength on HR Connect under Benefits Wellbeing. As always, I invite you to share what's on your mind, ask a question, or suggest a topic or a guest. Send it to livewellandthrive at kp.org. And whether you're listening on your commute or during a down moment, keep those comments coming. And of course, I'd like to thank you, our listener, for tuning in to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, dedication, and diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente. I'm Carrie Owen Please, and we'll see you next time.